Welcome to This Week in Astrology. This is episode number 472 for the second half of June 2018. This Week in Astrology is the free podcast that deepens your astrological wisdom. We always start with a forecast and regularly include other special features. Make This Week in Astrology a regular part of your astrological education. Thanks so much for listening. I'm your host, Benjamin Bernstein, broadcasting from the virtual location of thisweekinastrology.com and the physical location of Asheville, North Carolina. To get to a specific part of the show, including the forecast for a particular date, check out the index at the very end of this MP3. You can also see this index in writing at thisweekinastrology.blogspot.com. This time we have a very extensive forecast for you. I talk at great length about the summer solstice chart coming up and a lot of other juicy topics, including Mars retrograde and others. And then we will have an extended announcement section as well. I've got news on the upcoming eclipses and an opportunity involved with that. We've also got a listener email in response to our last show's feature of Roseanne Barr and what's going on with her and her chart. That and much more. So let's dive in. The start of a two-month Mars retrograde highlights the second half of June. We also have Neptune turning retrograde, a Capricorn full moon, and an in-depth interpretation of the summer solstice chart. This extra-long forecast also interprets five new aspect patterns and much more. What's old as we come into the second half of June? We've got a waxing moon, three retrograde planets, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. We have four aspect patterns continuing. And, of course, quite a few new aspect patterns about to launch. So now, let's move into our individual days of the forecast. On Saturday, June 16th, heart-directed assertiveness is supported by an easy flow of good fortune and divine inspiration, thanks to a grand trine with Pallas, Jupiter, and Neptune. This harmonious aspect pattern began on June 1st, peaks today on the 16th, and ends on the 30th. This aspect pattern gives specific focus to the year-long Jupiter-Neptune trine that was exact back on May 25th. You can also use this grand trine to implement a compassionate strategy to transform your spirituality or inspired creativity, or use the divine flow to bring healing to your family wounds with a specific healing strategy. Also, on Saturday, June 16th, everything represented by Pallas Athena Feminine assertiveness, strategy, and practical creativity is powerfully and harmoniously amplified by a kite with Pallas, Jupiter, Neptune, and Pluto. It started on June 8th, peaks today on the 16th, and ends on the 30th. Pallas, the focal point of this flowing aspect pattern, also uplevels the energy of the trine with Venus, Jupiter, and Neptune that underpins the kite. Also, on Saturday, June 16th, You can revolutionize your creativity and spirituality as Uranus semi-squares Neptune. Uranus, 1 degree Taurus, Neptune, 16 Pisces. This is a six-year aspect that started in mid-2015 and will end in mid-2021, so you have plenty of time to maximize its potential. Since Uranus and Neptune are the two planets of intuition, this aspect can also help you receive guidance from your inner wisdom more clearly. You can also receive a constant flow of inspiration on how to be your authentic self and serve others with your special gifts you most love to use. 
On Sunday, June 17th, your important relationships are under a magnifying glass, thanks to a T-square with Venus, Mars, and Jupiter. It starts today on June 17th, peaks on the 23rd, and ends on the 30th. Whatever's wonderful will be amplified, and so will whatever's challenging. If conflict arises, a wonderful free method to harmoniously resolve it is the four-part nonviolent communication process. That's linked from my forecast on astroshaman.com. This aspect also supports creativity, so make a date with your muse. Also, on Sunday, June 17th, not only are Venus and Mars starting a T-square with Jupiter, they're at the peak of another one with Uranus. This T-square with Venus, Mars, and Uranus started on June 12th, peaks today on the 17th, and ends on the 23rd. This T-square is also about relationships and creativity, but is more wired for breakthroughs. These quantum leaps may begin as challenges to the existing order, which, handled with good mindfulness and strategy, can help you take things to the next level. The bigger the challenge, the bigger the potential breakthrough. On Monday, June 18th, the themes of wounding and healing are strongly energized by a T-square with Sun, Saturn, and Chiron. It starts today on June 18th, peaks on the 25th, and ends on the 30th. With the sun in Cancer, this may arise in a family context. This aspect pattern is likely to trigger unhealed emotional pain from the past. If so, my free healing invocation has helped thousands do this essential shadow work easily and efficiently. This T-square can also energize your ability to help others as a healer or mentor. To get to my healing invocation, go to astroshaman.com. On the menu bar, the last word is resources. Uh, the first item on that pull-down is Invocations for Healing and Awakening, which will take you to the Healing Invocation. Also, on Monday, June 18th, Neptune turns retrograde at 16 degrees Pisces. The Lord of the Ocean will backpedal for over five months before he turns direct again on November 24th at 14 Pisces. The outer planets are all retrograde for roughly five months each year, so the retrogrades affect us more subtly than personal planet retrogrades, such as the one Mars will begin on June 26th. More on that in a moment, of course. During Neptune retrograde, it can be fruitful to reflect on how deeply you're connecting with your inner divine and expressing your inspired creativity. Neptune's darker side can also merit your attention. Substance abuse, excessive escapism, aimless drifting, and victim-perpetrator relationship dynamics. Planets are most powerful when changing direction, especially outer planets like Neptune. So see if Neptune is aspecting any sensitive points in your horoscope by quadrature. That's a conjunction, opposition, or square. Anything between 13 and 20 degrees in the mutable signs, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, and Pisces, will be affected. A simple way to interpret Neptune is that he spiritualizes what serves your highest good and dissolves what doesn't. Also, on Monday, June 18th, your feminine assertiveness and strategic skills receive a smooth flow of divine energy and inspiration thanks to a trine with Neptune and Juno. Neptune, 16 Pisces, Juno, 16 Cancer. This harmonious aspect stays in orb through July 5th. On Tuesday, June 19th, are you ready to share your wisdom with the world? This Thor's hammer with Sun, Jupiter, and Chiron can help you. The sun's in Gemini, the sign of the teacher. Chiron is the mentor, energized in fiery Aries. 
These two back-end planets energize Scorpionic Jupiter, the guru, professor, or philosopher in the sign of transformation. This sun, Chiron, Jupiter, Thor's hammer started on June 15th, peaks today on the 19th, and ends on the 25th. Also on Tuesday, June 19th, relationship adjustments may be needed as Venus quincunxes Saturn. Venus, 6 Leo, Saturn, 6 Capricorn. With Venus and Leo, this aspect also supports disciplined adjustments to your artistic projects. Finally, on Tuesday, June 19th, Mercury makes two aspects today. A Mercury-Uranus quintile, Mercury, 14 Cancer, Uranus, 2 Taurus, supports magical flashes of insight from your higher self to your human mind. In more secular terms, it stimulates sudden hunches and gut feelings. A Mercury-Jupiter trine, Mercury, 14 Cancer, Jupiter, 14 Scorpio, smoothly boosts your mental prowess. This is a great time for learning, thinking, writing, speaking, and all forms of communication. On Wednesday, June 20th, your mind can receive a smooth flow of information from your inner wisdom with Mercury trine Neptune. Mercury, 16 Cancer, Neptune, 16 Pisces. On Thursday, June 21st, the summer solstice. The sun enters Cancer at 6.07 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time, marking the summer solstice. This day has more daylight time between sunrise and sunset than any other day of the year. The four seasonal charts marking the solstices and equinoxes give a sense of each season's astrological energies. I'll interpret today's summer solstice on two levels, universally, then specifically for the U.S. The summer solstice happens at 6.07 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time in 13 seconds. I've run my chart for Washington, D.C., but will not include houses in my interpretations until I get to the U.S. section. The following universal interpretation applies to everyone, no matter where they live. The summer solstice, the official beginning of summer, puts us a quarter of the way through the annual cycle of fresh life, spring, maturation, summer, harvest, fall, and death, winter. You can partner with the sun's cancer energy to support you in matters relating to family, home, security, your emotions, and shadow work. Aspects. The summer solstice chart contains seven aspect patterns. Based on their orb or exactness, one is strong, three are of moderate strength, and three are weak. The strong aspect pattern is a grand trine featuring Pallas, Jupiter, and Neptune, starting June 1st, peaking the 16th, and ending the 30th. The three dates I'll give for each aspect pattern are when it begins, peaks, and ends. To summarize what I wrote about this grand trine on the 16th, its heart-directed assertiveness is supported by an easy flow of good fortune and divine inspiration. You can also use it to implement a compassionate strategy to transform your spirituality or inspired creativity, or use the divine flow to bring healing to your family wounds with a specific healing strategy. This grand trine also includes Mercury. While Mercury's inclusion in this aspect pattern is relatively brief, June 15 through 25, the winged messenger is solidly present at the moment of solstice. Mercury's presence supports an easy flow of learning and communication, smoothly supported by good luck and divine inspiration. Next up are three mid-strength aspect patterns. As before, I'll summarize what I've already said about them here. Your important relationships are under a magnifying glass, thanks to a Venus-Mars-Jupiter T-square, June 17, 
start. Peaks on the 23rd, ends on the 30th. Whatever's wonderful will be amplified, and so will whatever's challenging. If conflict arises, a wonderful method to harmoniously resolve it is the four-part nonviolent communication process. I link to that from astroshaman.com. This aspect also supports creativity, so make a date with your muse. Then, the themes of wounding and healing are strongly energized by the summer solstice's second challenging aspect pattern, a T-square with Sun, Saturn, and Chiron. Starts on June 18, peaks on the 25th, ends on the 30th. With the sun in Cancer, this may arise in a family context. This aspect pattern is likely to trigger unhealed emotional pain from the past. If so, my free healing invocation, which I've already told you how to get to in this podcast, has helped thousands do this essential shadow work easily and efficiently. This T-square can also energize your ability to help others as a healer or mentor. The final aspect pattern I'll be discussing within the summer solstice chart is a Thor's hammer with Sun, Jupiter, and Chiron. Started on June 15th, peaks on the 19th, ends on the 25th. This can help you share your wisdom with the world. And as I said just a moment ago, the Sun's in Gemini, the sign of the teacher. Chiron's the mentor, energized in fiery Aries. These two back-end planets energize Scorpionic Jupiter, the guru, professor, or philosopher in the sign of transformation. And that's the end of the repetition. Sorry, there was no way I could really think of to avoid that and still give you a meaningful summer solstice interpretation. One of my favorite song titles is Everything Matters If Anything Matters At All. Even so, I don't think the three-week aspect patterns, that's W-E-A-K, are influential enough to merit discussion in the context of the summer solstice. But there are links in the written forecast at astroshaman.com if you want to bone up on them. Two-planet conjunctions. The summer solstice chart also has several two-planet conjunctions which lend themselves to simpler interpretations. Mercury conjunct Pallas and Cancer. Support for communicating compassionately, strategically, and with appropriate assertiveness. Venus conjunct the North Node in Leo. Focus on relationships that help you fulfill your life purpose and or broadcast your creativity to the world. Mars conjunct the South Node in Aquarius. Embrace your unique approach to sexuality and assertiveness. If necessary, do shadow work to help heal any wounds in these areas. And finally, Juno conjunct Uranus. Nurture committed partnerships that support both partners' unique, one-of-a-kind qualities. Release committed partnerships that do not serve highest good and take the ones that do to the next level. Next, the United States chart. We now add the astrological houses to interpret the summer solstice chart specifically for the United States. I'll be interpreting with an eye to how current events are playing out. Devoted supporters of President Trump may wish to stop listening now. It's not my intention to disparage the president, but it's difficult to attempt an objective description of our current situation without seeming to do so. I also apologize in advance if what follows seems excessively negative. My job is to tell it like I see it. I continue to hold the spiritual perspective that all is well and that, from the soul's perspective, events are unfolding exactly as they should for the highest good of all. But from the human perspective of a liberal person who values things such as human rights, civil discourse, and the rule of law, the situation in the U.S. is a mess. As shown above, everything I'm about to interpret for the U.S. has the potential to express in life-affirming ways that support and uplift everyone. If we had a more compassionate service-to-other administration, the astrological effects would be quite different. But 
Given the track record of the Trump administration and the ruling Republican majority, I feel obliged to give the interpretation that seems most likely to manifest. Sun, Saturn, Chiron, T-square. The United States will probably continue to take hits to its international reputation. Since the current administration is taking no interest in the roles of mentor or healer, the Sun, Saturn, Chiron, T-square has nothing left to do but inflict wounds. In the context of Trump's presidency, the Sun's placement in cancer puts a focus on family, but it's likely to continue doing so in a tribal, service-to-self way, focusing on the self-enrichment of the Trumps and the America-first favoring of the United States over other countries. While this is highly visible, the Sun is conjunct the Ascendant, it may also end up with the U.S. shooting itself in the foot. This is because the Sun is in the 12th house, one of whose ancient meanings is self-destruction. This T-square also has Saturn conjunct the Descendant early in the 7th house. In this context, the 7th house represents our relationships with other countries. Under Trump, Saturn is likely to continue supporting the President's trend toward conflict and obstruction with other countries, even our closest allies. Recent examples include his snubbing and insulting of the United States' traditional allies at the G7 summit and his escalating trade war with those same allies as well as other countries. Chiron, the other member of this T-square, is the most elevated planet in the summer solstice chart in the 10th house of reputation. It's also in Aries, the sign of bullying, aggression, and impulsiveness, all well-known Trump attributes. We can expect to see plenty more of his knee-jerk attacks, such as his recent insulting of Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau throughout the summer. Next, the Mercury, Pallas, Jupiter, Neptune, Grand Trine. In my universal interpretation above, I highlighted the life-affirming potential of this Grand Trine. However, under a president and majority party so intent on service to self, even such a naturally positive aspect pattern can be turned to the dark side. A prime example is retrograde Neptune, made unusually powerful because it's in its own sign of Pisces and closely conjunct the midheaven. Under Trump, Neptune represents seeing the larger world through a funhouse mirror, a warped image that bears only a passing resemblance to the real thing. A recent example is Trump's recent tweet that there is, quote, no longer a nuclear threat from North Korea, end quote. In fact, as of this writing on June 15, 2018, to my knowledge, North Korea has not dismantled a single nuclear weapon nor made any legally binding promises to either do so or stop further development of nukes. I'll spare you the interpretation of the other two aspect patterns and the planetary pairs in the U.S. solstice chart, since it would only serve to reinforce the points I've already made. We obviously live in challenging times. But remember that the great web of life connects all things. When you personally embody compassion, respect, unconditional love, and spiritual awakening the best you can, you radiate that good medicine to everyone and everything else. The light is always there, even in the darkest of times. One more quick event on Thursday, June 21st. To learn about the relationship and creativity opportunities offered by a Venus-Mars opposition, Venus 9 Leo, Mars 9 Aquarius, refer back to my June 17 interpretation of the T-square with Venus, Mars, and Jupiter. On Friday, June 22nd, 
flowing opportunities arise for prosperity, shadow work, and committed partnership as a grand trine with Ceres, Juno, Saturn, and Uranus begins here on June 22nd. It lasts five and a half weeks, peaking on July 11th and ending on July 30th. Let's start with the prosperity interpretation. Uranus opens the door for intuitive flashes to guide you and the chance for sudden breakthroughs. It's fortuitously placed in Taurus, the sign of money. Capricornian Saturn loves hard work and can help you stay focused on your goal. One of Ceres' meanings is abundance and harvest, and her Virgoan placement suggests that you might accumulate abundance by serving others. Finally, Juno, the goddess of committed partnership, is involved. Rather than working solo, perhaps you could create more abundance by partnering with someone else. Ceres' other primary meanings relate to loss and sorrow. To understand how Ceres, also known as Demeter, can hold these meanings along with abundance, see the myth I linked to at astroshaman.com in this forecast. In this context, Tarian Uranus represents persistent effort rewarded by breakthrough. Capricornian Saturn can help you muster the maturity, wisdom, and discipline needed to face your old wounds. I mentioned my healing invocation in yesterday's forecast and recommend it to you again as a field-tested tool for efficiently processing shadow work. Juno suggests that someone with whom you share a committed partnership might catalyze these challenging feelings and or help you work through them. A grand trine provides easy connection among its planets, but only reaches its full potential when nurtured with conscious effort. This aspect pattern will get you started, but it's your sweat equity that will really pay the dividends. On Saturday, June 23rd, the T-square with Venus, Mars, and Jupiter that started on June 17 peaks today on the 23rd and ends on the 30th. Also, on Saturday, June 23rd, you can feel an electric current cheerleading you to step into your full uniqueness, no matter what your family thinks about it, as the Sun sextiles Uranus, Sun to Cancer, Uranus to Taurus. This aspect also energizes intuitive flashes and nurturing others using your special gifts that you most love to use. Also on Saturday, June 23rd, have you been waiting for the right moment to open your heart and compassionately tell someone a difficult truth? With Mercury opposing Pluto, Mercury 20 Cancer, Pluto 20 Capricorn, that time could be now. This aspect also supports research, investigation, and healing old emotional wounds. Finally, on Saturday, June 23rd, today's Sun Chiron Square, Sun to Cancer, Chiron to Aries, is part of the T-square with Sun, Saturn, and Chiron that started on the 18th and continues through the 30th. Please revisit that interpretation to understand this square in its larger context. We'll have the rest of the forecast right after this. You can hear my forecast on This Week in Astrology, but would you also like to get a free, concise version in writing? How about having it conveniently pop into your inbox? And while we're at it, how about occasional bonus articles on astrology, along with simple, powerful healing and awakening techniques? That's what you get with Astroshaman's free email newsletter. To subscribe, go to astroshaman.com. You'll see the newsletter sign-up form at the top of the sidebar. And if you like calculating your own astrology charts, why not use the world's leading Windows astrology software and get it for the lowest price available? Astroshaman is an authorized dealer for SolarFire Gold, which also runs on Macs running Windows and recent Windows tablets. To learn more or place your order, visit astroshaman.com. From there, click on Products in the menu bar 
and choose Solar Fire Software from the drop-down menu. A free forecast newsletter and the best available price on Solar Fire Gold. Two great reasons to visit astroshaman.com right now. On Monday, June 25th, the T-square with the Sun, Saturn, and Chiron that started on June 18th peaks today on the 25th and ends on the 30th. Also, on Monday, June 25th, is your feminine assertiveness feeling empowered or encountering serious resistance? Either possibility could occur with Pluto opposing Pallas. Pluto, 20 Capricorn, Pallas, 20 Cancer. This aspect can also take your strategizing to the next level. For bonus points, let your power in strategizing be guided by your inner wisdom in a way that serves the highest good of all. Finally, on Monday, June 25th, to learn about the relationship and creativity opportunities offered by a Venus-Jupiter square, Venus 14 Leo, Jupiter 14 Scorpio, refer back to my June 17th interpretation of the T-square with Venus, Mars, and Jupiter. On Tuesday, June 26th, Mars Retrograde, a significant two-month event, begins at 5.04 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time at 9 degrees, 13 minutes Aquarius. Mars will turn direct again on August 27th at 28 degrees, 36 minutes Capricorn. As much as possible, don't begin significant actions under Mars Retrograde. This is a great time to reflect on actions that you'll take once Mars turns direct again. It's also a great time to ponder the themes associated with Mars, leadership, being a warrior, entrepreneurship, assertiveness, and sexuality. But significant new beginnings in these areas is not recommended until Mars turns direct. The signs Mars is backpedaling through are also important. 75% of this retrograde is in Aquarius, while the final two weeks are in Capricorn. With Mars retrograde in Aquarius, June 26th through August 12th, reflect on how you've been asserting yourself in flying your freak flag. Have you been bold enough in showing the world your unique individuality? Have you been taking action on your intuitive flashes? Have you been taking definitive action to serve others using the gifts you most love to use? What changes would it serve you to make once Mars turns direct? With Mars retrograde in Capricorn, August 13th through the 27th, Reflect on how assertive you've been in standing in your own authority. Are you initiating action in a way that shows maturity, discipline, good time management, and effective planning and implementation? With Mars retrograde, continue taking actions you'd already started and making necessary repairs, but avoid making mechanical purchases if possible. I've given you what I consider the most important factors concerning Mars retrograde here. If you'd like more information, check out the excellent in-depth Mars retrograde post on Cafe Astrology, which I have linked from my forecast on astroshaman.com. I'd like to quickly share a testimonial I got on June 5th. Benjamin is an immensely gifted astrological reader. Alongside his wealth of astrological knowledge and intuitive navigation throughout it all, his shamanic presence is potently supportive for shifts that are beneficial for one to make in their evolutionary journey. I really enjoyed the reading. It confirmed and illuminated so much about my life and soul path. Thank you, Benjamin. It was truly a treat. That's from Michael P., five-star review. I now am up to 190 five-star reviews. And by the way, all my services are equally effective in person, by phone, or by Skype. My guarantee makes it risk-free. If you don't feel your experience was helpful, it's free. Learn more at astroshaman.com. 
And now we continue with Tuesday, June 26th. Magical support for shadow work comes to you courtesy of a Pluto Chiron quintile. Pluto, 20 Capricorn, Chiron, 20 Aries. This aspect can also give you intuitive insights to take your work as a mentor or healer to the next level. On Wednesday, June 27th, Venus is the focal point of two relatively short aspect patterns that begin today. Even the best relationships might experience emotional challenges with a Thor's hammer, including Venus, Saturn, and Chiron. This challenging aspect pattern begins today on June 27th, peaks on the 30th, and ends on July 3rd. The Saturn-Chiron square on the back end is highly effective at catalyzing old emotional wounds. Venus, at the pattern's focal point, represents relationships. With Venus in Leo, there could be plenty of drama if these changes are not processed skillfully. I once again recommend to you that four-part nonviolent communication process. It's an excellent win-win resource in dealing with relationship challenge. And again, I link to that from my written forecast. Alternatively, this Thor's hammer could help you rise to a new level of authority and precision as you bring your creative works into the public eye. Also on Wednesday, June 27th, the second aspect pattern featuring Venus is a yod with Venus, Neptune, and Pluto. It starts today on June 27th, peaks on the 29th, and ends on July 2nd. This finger of God powerfully supports positive adjustments in your relationships and creative expression. Neptune contributes divine inspiration and spiritual awareness. Pluto gives you the juju to transform what needs to change and takes what's already in good shape to the next level of power. Additionally, on Wednesday, June 27th, today's Sun-Saturn opposition, Sun, 6 Cancer, Saturn, 6 Capricorn, is part of that T-square with Sun, Saturn, and Chiron that started on the 18th and continues through the 30th. Please see that interpretation to understand this opposition in its larger context. And finally, on Wednesday, June 27th, today's Venus-Neptune quincunx, Venus-16 Leo-Neptune-16 Pisces, is part of that yacht with Venus-Neptune and Pluto that started today. On Thursday, June 28th, a full moon illuminates the night sky at 12.53 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time at 6 degrees, 28 minutes Capricorn. Any Capricorn full moon is good for releasing or adjusting matters relating to maturity, responsibility, time management, planning, and implementation. Aspects. The main influence on this full moon is the Sun-Saturn-Chiron T-square that started on the 18th, peaked on the 25th, and continues through the 30th. However, because it's part of this lunation, this T-square's influence will extend until the new moon on July 12th. As I wrote on June 18th, wounding and healing are strongly energized by this aspect pattern. With the sun in cancer, this may arise in a family context. This aspect pattern is likely to trigger unhealed emotional pain from the past. If so, my free healing invocation can help, as I've already said. This T-square can also energize your ability to help others as a healer or mentor. This full moon also receives a loose trine from Uranus. This can make it easy to make whatever adjustments are needed to be your authentic self, hear and act on your intuitive flashes, and serve others in a way that delights you. This full moon Sabian symbol is a veiled prophet speaks seized by the power of a god. This image goes in a radically different direction than the rest of this full moon forecast, but we'll run with it. 
prophecy is no longer limited to a chosen few. With the veils between the worlds now so thin and constantly getting thinner, more and more of us have the ability to channel information from within. This image doesn't even require you to speak to other people. You could just be receiving information on your own, for yourself. The veil masks the prophet's face, obscuring the human personality so that God could come through more easily. My partner Makisela and I have learned that information channeled from within is much more accurate than what our logical minds come up with. We aren't seized, but we do comfortably and regularly channel the information we need. This doesn't make us special. These days, with a little practice, just about anyone can request and receive accurate and helpful information from their own divine source. Get quiet, ask your higher self a question, then rest in your heart chakra and see what comes through. I have a quick testimonial for ease. Wow and boy howdy! What an awesome ride! I haven't felt such an intense group vibration in almost 30 years, vaster than I could have ever imagined. I don't believe I have ever had a guided meditation carry me body and soul like this one did. I have never been physically present in a group in this lifetime and felt so much a part of it as I did with this long-distance experience. I thank you from the bottom of my heart and the depth of my soul for providing me with this opportunity. That's MEB. That's an unsolicited testimonial from our most recent EASE call on June 12th. EASE, the Embodied Awakening Support Experience, offers you free weekly events via phone and web, the online recording library, over 140 MP3s and counting, lets you experience the life-transforming power of EASE anytime. To learn more, go to astroshaman.com. On the menu bar, click Services. Third service down is Ease, the Embodied Awakening Support Experience. And again, we take donations, but it is free. On Friday, June 29th, the Yod featuring Venus, Neptune, and Pluto that started on the 27th, peaks today on the 29th, and ends on July 2nd. On Saturday, June 30th, the Thor's Hammer with Venus, Saturn, and Chiron that started on June 27th, peaks today, the 30th, and ends on July 3rd. Also, on Saturday, June 30th, Mercury makes two aspects today, a Mercury-Uranus square, Mercury to Leo, Uranus to Taurus, could scatter your thoughts unless you relax your logical mind and let intuitive flashes and inspired thoughts come through. And a Mercury-Chiron trine, Mercury to Leo, Chiron to Aries, is great for healing and mentoring work. Finally, on Saturday, June 30th, you might want to rethink your family dynamics with the Cancerian Sun, Quincunx Retrograde Mars. The Sun is at 9 Cancer, Mars is at 9 Aquarius. You can also reflect on your home situation and get some good shadow work done. Whatever your Sun sign, my forecasts can help you make the best use of the current astrological energies. All dates and times are in the U.S. Eastern Time Zone. Events are most powerful on the dates listed, but their influence will be active for at least a week before and after. Everyone's affected by these global transits, but you'll be most powerfully impacted when moving planets activate sensitive points in your natal chart. Discover how these transits will personally affect you by booking a session with me at astroshaman.com. Looking ahead to our next podcast for the first half of July, we have the first of three solar eclipses. This one will have Pluto opposing the sun and moon. We also have Jupiter turning direct, Chiron turning retrograde, 
and Uranus aspecting three different asteroid goddesses. That's going to trine Ceres, conjoin Juno, and square Pallas Athena. On top of that, we'll have six new aspect patterns, three T-squares, two grand trines, and a yod. A lot to talk about, and you know I'll be here as always, giving you the best use of these astrological energies. I certainly hope you'll join me. I have some announcements for you. Three powerful eclipses happen this summer, with the first one less than a month away. The July 12th solar eclipse offers profound transformation, with Pluto making a supertight opposition to the Sun and Moon. The July 27th total lunar eclipse is also a powerhouse, with the luminaries closely conjunct the lunar nodes and tightly squaring paradigm-shifting Uranus. Finally, the August 11th solar eclipse places the sun and moon at the tip of a potent finger of God aspect pattern with the gods of change Neptune and Pluto on the back end. All three of these eclipses can powerfully affect you for the next 6 to 12 months. Let me help you harness these potent eclipse energies so they'll make your life more wonderful. The following interpretations only summarize the most important eclipse effects, but in a nutshell. July 12th solar eclipse. This eclipse, which is also a Cancer new moon, powerfully supports new beginnings in emotional openness, family, home, and shadow work. Shadow work, healing childhood wounds and other lingering traumas, is also emphasized by mighty Pluto, ruler of psychology, tightly opposing the luminaries. This solar eclipse kicks off a powerful period when you can dive into experiential healing modalities. These can help you release the fear, pain, and other challenging emotions that are stopping you from living a more joyful and wonderful life. Pluto also offers the gifts of wealth and power. A harmonious trine from Neptune to the luminaries flows divine inspiration and energy to support you in these endeavors. Then, on July 27th, we have a total lunar eclipse. The power of an eclipse is partly determined by how close the luminaries are to the lunar nodes, and here they're only about one degree away. They can be as far as 18 degrees away and still have it be an eclipse. High intensity and the potential for rapid breakthroughs is shown by a tight Mars-Uranus square, with Mars tightly conjunct the Aquarian moon and Uranus tightly squaring the luminaries. This is a fantastic opportunity to take immediate action on your intuitive flashes and step more boldly into your authentic self-expression. Finally, we have the August 11th solar eclipse. The three outer planets are called the gods of change. Two of them, Pluto and Neptune, point a finger of God at the sun and moon during the August 11th solar eclipse. With the luminaries in Leo, you can use the potency of this yod to energize adjustments that will let you step more fully into your leadership and creative expression. Five other aspects add more energy and meaning to this potent lunation. Are you concerned about how these eclipses will affect you? Do you want to maximize their benefits? Then consider an eclipse-focused astrology consultation. These eclipses will impact 33% of your natal chart, any sensitive points in your chart in these ranges will be strongly affected. 16 to 26 degrees cardinal, that's Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. 0 to 10 degrees fixed, that's Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, and Aquarius. And 14 to 24 degrees fixed. 
Discover exactly how these eclipse energies affect your chart and how to make the best use of them. Save up to 45% off my full rates when you do an eclipse focus session between now and the final solar eclipse on August 11th. These sessions can cover any topic you like, not just eclipse effects. Shamanic healing and awakening activation can also be included during your session. Like all my clients, you're protected by the Astro Shaman Guarantee. If you don't feel your session was helpful, it's free. I look forward to helping you make the best use of these powerful eclipses, as well as your other important astrological influences. If you know these eclipses will be impacting you strongly, or if you'd just like some help with all the intensity and challenge in your life right now, I'd be delighted to help you with a satisfaction-guaranteed Astrology Plus consultation. More on that at astroshaman.com. Go to the services word on the menu bar, and under that, choose Astrology Plus. On our last show, I did a celebrity chart on Roseanne Barr, and we got a reader who wrote in response to that. That was, again, show number 471 for the first half of June 2018. She wrote, I did enjoy watching the shows of Roseanne's over the years and the new ones. When I first heard what happened on the radio, I immediately remembered the full moon in Sagittarius and thought of the foot-in-mouth expression associated with Sagittarius. I know Roseanne is a Scorpio, and that can be nasty. So no surprise there, though I know she's deeply regretful. You didn't mention about the full moon, but I do know with her being a water sign, I'm sure it influenced her. Also, she has shared that she has been diagnosed with schizophrenia and suffers from it, though she does seek treatment. Although you didn't specifically talk about that, I'm sure Mercury, Gemini, and other aspects you discussed point to her mental illness. Personally, I think she has entities and some kind of possessions going on, so I have been saying prayers and sending healing to help her get through this spiral downward. She did say she doesn't know if she can survive this and was begging the network to reverse their decision and that she would do anything. She's apologizing to everyone and knowing that all the cast and employees lost their jobs because of her tweet is unbearable. Definitely a deep, dark-of-the-soul moment. Anyhow, I also had this feeling on a larger scale that the swift action taken by the network is also due to the low tolerance that most everyone has with Trump and his inappropriate tweets. Since he's president, we can't fire him, so Roseanne, a Trump voter and supporter, is a surrogate. These are interesting intuitive observations I felt, and I haven't heard anyone else putting together the same intuitive hit I felt. I just thought it would be nice to share with you. Thanks. Much love. Colette. Thank you, Colette, for that delightful email. Also, I want to mention, I recently appeared on two telesummits, and both replays are available for a limited time. My twin flame, Makisla, and I share about next-level love, how to thrive in a spiritually conscious relationship without rules on your divine uniqueness. We're thriving in a relationship container based on absolute freedom. During this delightful replay, we really had a great time doing the show, you will... Learn how to flow in conscious partnership with your beloved, directed by inner wisdom instead of ego-based rules. Learn how the service-to-other path of unrestricted free will represents the next step in conscious human relating. Learn how to skillfully face and clear the challenging emotions catalyzed by your partner. And learn how to achieve and maintain embodied awakening, the state of consciousness that makes relating without rules so much easier. During this replay, we dive deep into these topics. We also take questions from individual callers on how to thrive in a rule-free relationship. In addition, I recently made a solo appearance on The Integrated Empath, How to Honor Your Sensitivity, 
own your power and activate your abundance. I discuss Embodied Awakening for Empaths as part of this transformational series. From energy management to finding your soul's purpose, this series covers the gamut of issues many empaths are facing. You'll get practical tips and inspiring stories that will ignite your own extraordinary potential. These interviews are candid conversations with best-selling authors, business strategists, healers, doctors, coaches, and educators who've integrated their unique gifts and helped thousands of people. You'll learn how to recognize energy overwhelm before it causes burnout or health issues, success strategies to honor and integrate your sensitivity in the real world, how to optimize your empathic abilities to fulfill your soul's purpose, tools to make choices that best support your sensitive nature in a variety of situations, how to use your powerful energy to manifest the life you want. You can sign up and access all of the expert talks absolutely free for a limited time. I think I'm recording this on the 16th. I know I'm doing that. But um, I think uh, the host just sent an email out and said that she's having everything up for the next five days, and after that it might go away. So that means you got through either the 20th or the 21st of June to listen to the uh, Empath show, and uh, I have no idea how long the Your Divine Uniqueness will be up. So if you're interested, pop in on those sooner rather than later, and you can hear these shows. Both, uh, both interviews were really awesome. Should you happen to be local in the Asheville area, we do a Shamanic Awakening Meetup every third Tuesday. That's actually this coming Tuesday as I record this. Information on that is in the Practical Spirituality section of astroshaman.com. Living a harmonious life can be difficult, especially these days when things are moving so fast. You'd think that those of us committed to personal and spiritual growth would have it easier, but sometimes it seems as if our lofty aspirations cause us to face even greater challenges. Fortunately, you have a map to guide you, your astrology chart. It can reveal a wealth of information about your soul purpose, your optimal career, and your ideal romantic partner. Spirituality, timing, relocation, your chart, when interpreted by an insightful, experienced astrologer, can provide helpful insights into every area of life. And since the moving planets keep activating different parts of your chart, getting astrology updates at least once a year can help you keep focused on what's important now. But astrology is only the beginning here at Astro Shaman. We also offer shamanic healing, which can reduce or eliminate physical, emotional, and mental issues. Your shamanic healing session will also equip you with simple, powerful techniques you can use on your own to help you take your healing and spiritual awakening to the next level. We also offer other services to help improve your life, including awakening activation, electional astrology, mentoring, and more. All are equally effective in person or by phone or Skype. A digital recording of your session is included, and my guarantee makes it risk-free. If you don't feel that your experience was helpful, it's free. To learn more, visit astroshaman.com. I love my work, and I look forward to helping you. And in fact, that's the show. Uh, my timer says we're about 45 minutes in. Um, rather than doing a, uh, a chart like I usually do at the end, um, I put so much time into that summer solstice forecast. It took a massive amount of research and writing, so let's consider that the special feature for this show. So, if you enjoy This Week in Astrology, tell a friend or post or tweet about us or donate to support us at thisweekinastrology.com. You can link to my Facebook page where I post my forecasts from thisweekinastrology.com and astroshaman.com. 
You can listen to This Week in Astrology on your smartphone or tablet at stitcher.com. And if you are an iTunes listener, please do subscribe through iTunes and help us stay the number one astrology podcast on iTunes. Thank you so much for listening. I wish you infinite blessings as the stars light your way. This Week in Astrology is copyright 2018 by Astro Shaman. All rights reserved, although enthusiastic sharing is encouraged. You can access our free comprehensive audio archive from thisweekinastrology.com. If you'd like me to illustrate the weekly forecast with your chart, please send me your date, time, and city of birth. This also gives you a chance to win a free session with me every month. I welcome your personal questions for my live listener consultation segments. I also welcome your general astrology questions and feedback. Just email info at astroshaman.com. I look forward to making you a part of This Week in Astrology. Here's the index for this episode. The overview begins at 1 minute, 29 seconds. June 16th, 2 minutes, 7 seconds. The 17th, 4 minutes even. The 18th, 5.11. The 19th, 7.39. The 20th, 9.03. The 21st, 9.18. The 22nd, 19.40. The 23rd, 21.33. The 25th, 23.53. The 26th, 24.48 the 27th, 27.57, the 28th, 30.06, the 29th, 33.45, the 30th, 33.57, next show's highlights, 35.22, announcements and listener email, 35.59. Thank you so much for listening to This Week in Astrology.